According to the bio he wrote, Gabriel Rutledge is one of North America's finest touring stand-up comics. He has appeared on Comedy Central and is a past winner of the Seattle International Comedy Competition. Christy Rutledge is one of North America's finest stay-at-home moms. They have three kids, they're married, they swear a lot, they're the Rutledges. Welcome back to the Rutledges podcast, um, the number one podcast uh, in Olympia, uh, hosted by a someone who used to be a stand-up comedian who now delivers groceries, and someone who used to be a stay-at-home mom, paraeducator who now runs a homeschool. That's we just want a podcast magazine just came out with the rate, rate rankings, and we're number one. Well, I also saw a ranking that. We are number one overall podcast produced by Rutledge Studios. I'm so proud of us. Oh my God. Can you imagine if we were in charge of other podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you uh, write down the recording time? Just come to our kitchen table. It has to be after the kids are asleep. <laughs> Sorry, our cats might interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real loose studio over here. <laughs> Enjoy the Apple wallpaper. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're doing it. I'm a little tired. I'm not going to lie. I, um, people who have had real jobs most of their adult life, I see you right now. I feel you. Um, I forgot how tiring it is. How sparky. Sparky, my imaginary grocery delivery friend. Mm -hmm. Actually, I have some exciting news that doesn't involve sparky, but, um, <laughs> uh, I was at one of the three Walmarts that I delivered groceries from. Mm -hmm. um, Tumwater. I don't know if you want to visualize it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't. I'm just gonna come out and say it. I made a friend. You did. Uh, I met. I met a man named Tim. Okay. Okay. Uh, he came over to talk to me. Did I he stay six feet away from you? I would not say, well, he was in the, he was on the uh, passenger side. Okay. So probably, maybe, how far is that? Three or four? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, he's like, oh, I, I never saw him, but he's like, oh, I've seen you around doing, you know, I, he was a delivery driver also. So it's also. a co-worker. It's a co-worker. Yeah. Um, you know, we talk, he's like, oh, I'm getting to down, you gotta get up early to get all the jobs, and, and then um, he asked if I had a pocket knife. Why? It's just man shit, baby. You wouldn't get it. It's like, you know, it's if until you've approached a stranger in a parking lot and asked for a pocket knife. Why did he need one? I don't, he wanted to cut something off of his mask or something. Maybe he wanted to whittle while he was waiting. <laughs> Wait, is pocket knife code? Is I... this foot under the bathroom stall behavior? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Because he said, do you have a pocket knife? And I said, no. And then I'm like, wait. And I, I what is that called? The utility tool thing that's got a bunch of shit on it. Anyway, it's got like pliers and blades. Oh, yeah, and... yeah, your dad gave it to you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, Tim used that. And, that was uh, so nice of you. You know but, what I mean? Oh, say, okay, so he used something of yours. What if he had it? 
You just cross-contaminated your germs. I I, uh, sanitized my hands after he handed it back to me. Also, why are you giving me shit for cross contamination? You you walk around with a with with a with a fan blown in your face. What of germs? A fan? No, not really. But I mean, you. I wouldn't exactly say you're walking around in protective gear. I'm not going anywhere. You go to the store once a week. Well, you didn't wear a mask to the store. No, I don't want to look like an idiot. I have some style, very little style, but a little tiny bit. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Um, I don't want to talk about not your my style. Not your style, but just that thought of like, because you don't spend a particular, uh, particularly long amount of time with your fashion choices, nor do I. I have a uniform. Yeah. It's locked in. It's what I have to wear. So I don't need to spend a long time. You're like an alien. I am. Down yeah. to one one outfit. Yeah. Uh I was uh I was I was recognized again at the same Walmart. Apparently that's my hot spot as a comedian. Mm-hmm. And uh I was wearing a I'm not wearing a mask around for my delivery. I don't see that many people. But uh I'm like, okay, I'll wear one in the store. And so I'm wearing one in the store and they're like, Hey, we saw you in Vegas. And I'm like wearing a mask. And my first thought in my head is like, I look like an idiot. No, it's terrible, <laughs> isn't it? I'm like, I am not wearing a mask. I would look like a dumbass. <laughs> it's so silly, though. Like it's everyone else is. Everyone's wearing a mask around me. Almost. Not everyone. Was but like, this person wearing a mask? No, maybe that's what it was. It was kind of a scene out of a... Well, <laughs> my mom made me do it. <laughs> Let me take it off. <laughs> It was like a, it wouldn't have been a good movie, but it was like a scene out of a movie. It was like everything we were talking about in the conversation didn't exist anymore. They're like, we saw you do comedy in Las Vegas. And like, there's no comedy shows happening. Las Vegas is dark. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, oh, wow. How long ago was January? It was only January. You were just a kid. I was so young. I know. I had hair. You still have hair. Oh. (laughs) A lot of hair. Um, it is funny. I did notice that when the girls were like, um, when I went to the store on Monday, they were like, wear a mask. I'm like, okay. But like most of the people weren't. And so I'm like, I'm not putting on this mask. They all look stupid. Well, there's a lot of <laughs> conflicting information. Uh, because I'm going to believe the information that tells me I don't need one. Well, I mean, you could write your... <laughs> Make your own website and tell yourself whatever you want. I just mean one day it's like, eh, I don't wear a mask. The next day it's like, everyone should have a mask. One day it's like the cloth masks are pretty effective. The next day it's like, they don't do anything. It's just, it's constant fucking. I know. It's chaos. No one knows anything. We're on something, even good intentioned things. There'll be like something where it's like, hey, no one go grocery shopping the first and second of the month because that's when people with wick get their stuff so we should let them shop and it's that's like a nice idea and then like later in the day you see people who are like that's not how wick works yeah you can go any so yeah. it's just like uh, is there so much like just constant uh it's all the information it's it not is. just the good information it's all of the information I know, I know and i can't do it and i i get annoyed and i get overwhelmed and then i don't believe anything and so I've just stopped looking because it's That's just better. too much. And well, 
you know, I, yeah. one of the guys that uh, before you were on this podcast, uh, and it was just me, uh, in the beginning of this thing, I was like, you know, who's really calming me down. Oh yeah, is uh, Doctor Drew. <laughs> I shared that with so many people. Like I'm listening, I'm watching all these Doctor Drew videos. It's like all this real information from a real doctor, and I should have known. This son of a bitch. We used to watch Celebrity Rehab. Everyone on that show is dead. Not everyone. There are a few still living. But but, God. but this week, Dr. Drew publicly apologized. He's like, well, I was wrong. I'm sorry I spread uh, bad information. I'm like, I was, you were my guy. I know, he was like, you people are, are, you know, you're getting too worked up. I mean, people die from the regular flu every year and... I know it's just really hard to know what to believe and how to act. And, you know, and I still part of me like will be like, wait, are people actually going out? And I'm the only one following the rules. I'm the only one like hanging out at my house. And then I'm going to find out that like everyone's been hanging out without me. And they're like, Christy's such an idiot. She's still at her house. At what, Walmart? I'm not sure. It's, uh, I'll tell you where people are hanging out is outside, like, because I'm driving around yeah. all the time. It's just like, wait, is is there a, a, a marathon today? Well, it's, what, there's just hundreds of people lining the streets, walking and running. That's what Dan Savage posted today on Twitter. He said, never, never bring that name up to me oh, again. God. Anyway, he said, um, did everybody suddenly decide to take up jogging when we got quarantined? I think so. People are just I like, I got to get out. I got to get the hell out of here. I know. Here. I know. I, um, yeah, I'm a little crazy today. Like, I just feel really trapped today. And, and I haven't been sleeping very good. And so I need to. It's minute to minute. I do. I do fine for a while. It's like I was telling you the other day, like I. Overall, I'm like, I'm doing good. Okay. Life's thrown some curveballs, but here we go. And then a little thing will happen. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Yes. I just. Like um, my windshield got cracked and I acted like it had cracked my brainstem. I was surprised when I got in there because the crack is not. It's actually still growing. Okay, well, we are getting it fixed, but I was expecting something much more significant. <laughs> it's like um, six inches. I mean, it is, you know, it is something, but I, I was laughing. I'd say it's an average size crack. Um, uh, yeah, today, well, I just, I, I haven't been alone at all, and... I'm kind of losing my mind. Sure. And um, like I'll get like I'll start sewing or something and I'll like be really enjoying myself totally alone in my thoughts. And then like the kids want something and I just feel so annoyed like where Olive wants to show me her cartwheel. And I just she's been like used to this quarantine to work on her cartwheels like 2000 times a day. And I can only watch 1,000 of them before I'm losing my mind. One of the unfortunate things about this uh, thing with the no school and uh, I mean, that happened since our last podcast. There's definitely no school the rest of the year. And uh, is it's like really uh, stunted our children's independence 
because we're just oh, yeah, here, here all the time. So they're it's like they're regressing to like, look at me, look at me, I'm doing something. Well, I'm like, what are you three? I it's care. I think that especially for Olive, like she's way more attached to us. Like she wants to know where yeah. we are, and so like this is I think this is like really making me feel kind of oppressed because you know a month ago. If I would have said I'm going out for a walk, um, I, you know, I'll see you in an hour. They would have been like, okay, see you. And now Olive won't let me leave. She just starts freaking out. So I am trapped here. You and, just gotta go anyway. But I just feel like this isn't really the time to leave her screaming and crying at home. I know. She but, does the same shit to me. Like, I... I used oh. to travel 10, 12 days a month. I've, I've been gone 10 days before. I and she's been like, okay, see you when you get back. And now all of a sudden I'm going you to deliver groceries for eight hours. And she's like, don't go. I know. She spends the whole time like, where's daddy? When will he be home? And it's just like, oh my <laughs> God. I know. Um, uh, but today I tried to fold laundry and I shut the door and I put on a movie that's like a rated R movie. So what? Was there nudity? I don't even know. I didn't Profanity? get that far because Olive kept interrupting me. I didn't, I couldn't watch it. I had to like turn it off. And I think that's the other part. Like my mind is going insane because I don't like watching things that are appropriate for Olive to watch. I I've hit my limit. Like, there's nothing I want to watch. What do you mean? We're only three movies into the four-movie Chipmunk. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> I just... I mean, We like, just watched Chipwrecked. We've watched The Squeakwell. During the day, though, I just... I hope you turn this attitude around before we get to Road Chip. Oh, I will. I will. I just... I just am, like, all... I just am... I don't know. I, I just... <laughs> I want a little. I want a little space. Um, Don't roll your eyes at me, lady. I'll roll my eyes at you if I want to. <laughs> my mouth is like a quarter of an inch turned, and you're like talking to the microphone. That's a terrible impression of me. You don't want to hear my impression of you. I think I just did. Mm -hmm. What is it? Is it like this? Talking to the microphone. <laughs> no, I don't actually have an impression. Um. <sighs> Okay. This one started serious, didn't it? Overall, like, I'm fine, you know? I mean, I'm... I was going to talk to you about that, since this one's more serious uh, so far. Okay. Uh, okay. Like, overall, you're fine. Obviously, it's not easy for anyone. Uh, do you think, like, you know, I don't want to get into it too much, but you've had some mental health challenges in your life. Mm -hmm. Um. And I wouldn't say anxiety was your big thing. That probably wasn't your biggest. Uh, mm -mm, but no. do you kind of feel like you're okay because the rest of the world is now at your level of chaos? No. You don't? No. I feel like because of things that I've dealt with in my life, this is nothing. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I just feel a little bit like this isn't the worst thing I've ever lived through. This isn't even the second or the third worst thing I've ever lived through, you know? And Are you so, talking about 90210, the college years? 
fine. They're still entertaining me. <laughs> I mean, now saved by the bell. How many fucking told... times is the cat going to come oh, in God, and I... I know, right? Um, so, I, I mean, so perspective for me is a huge part. Um, I think... Um, I have to be okay, like, for my kids. Like, they're going to, um, they're going to look to me. And if I am, like, present this as this is going to be the worst thing in your life and... Um, just super down and negative and how are we ever going to get through this? Like, I... But that's separate. I'm talking about how you're doing, not what we present to the children. But so my brain doesn't really go any... Like, I just am like, I am fine. I, I don't know. I... I don't know what everybody else is. I think, honestly, a little bit of me sees how people are handling this. And I feel a little bit like this. It's a little bit of like that... um, If I had to like learn a lesson from like past experiences or whatever, I hate lessons. I'm like, oh, that's my lesson. I am a survivor. Sure. I I I have been through some really traumatic things, and from those experiences, I gained skills <laughs> and, um. And I I actually have talked with a few people in, like, my different, like, you know, I I do a lot of work with, like, different children's grief organizations. And we've all kind of talked about that, like, how each of us is like, this is, this is, like, nothing (laughs) compared to that. Like, and so I guess I think a little bit like I have a calm over me because I I have this realization of I can get through a lot like but you are it did click something in you that put you into now we get through something mode well yeah well of course I mean we're all trapped in our houses like but because of your previous experiences oh yeah you know what I mean it's like you, the previous things you've learned through going through crises, crises. There's no I in team, but there's two in crises. Uh, the uh, that is somewhat um, uh, impacting your mental uh, how how you're reacting to this now, though, don't you think? Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, but I don't think it's like, oh, the rest of the world is coming up to my chaos. Like, Well, I think that's more with anxious people. 
like people who have like really bad anxiety because I was talking to someone else. No, I wasn't. I was listening to other people talk about this idea. But I will say even the people I know in my life, not well, but people I would pick out as like really anxious. Mm -hmm. They're they're all doing okay. (laughs) It's like because they're worried about anxiety is like the unknown. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really it's really bizarre that like people who I don't know normally are uh terrified of what could happen or might happen or like even germa it's like germaphobes aren't more germaphobic than they used to be they're just like yep this is how i've been living forever you know what i mean it's like this oh weird, yeah yeah yeah. I think that's what i mean by that. like coming yeah. up to 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 a different level of but i think that's more with anxiety and not necessarily what you have gone through but it's also you know um it's early yeah you know, we're all going to, everyone's going to go through all the stages of, you know, I feel fine. And then I go, what the fuck is happening? Oh, you yeah. Know? I mean, I go through all of the stages, but I think that's the thing is like the core at the core of me. And I and I heard this on a podcast like a, a you. Did you turn me on to that podcast where there were like two comedians and they were talking about somebody's they were talking about grief Mm-hmm. I think you're the one I can't remember like I don't remember the name of it so I'm not going to plug it but I know what you're talking about mm-hmm. um and uh one of them's dad had died when she was a kid and and they were just talking about it and it really resonated with me because um she was like you know this is the thing is that I I mean there really isn't anything worse than a child like losing their parent when they're you know when they're a kid like that's like the worst thing you know as a kid like that's the thing that like y- your most terrifying thought is what if sure. my parents die and so then when you've lived through that it's like oh i can get through anything like that is the worst thing and i can get through it i got through it and so i really keep thinking about that like I mean, I, I, when I heard that, I was just like, that is so true. Like mm-hmm. they're like, I know like some people like think of me as like fragile because they're there, you know, there, I have a lot of triggers. I mean, it was a super traumatic event and, um, but I mean, yeah, it's going to like make things come up, but I can get through anything like I'm actually really strong (laughs) and um and so that's the thing I kind of keep thinking about and I've kind of chatted with some of my you know friends from various grief groups and we've talked about how oh yeah I mean this is fine we know we can get through this like there's not this is nothing compared to that experience so i think i mean i i I said it in a way about anxiety but i think my point is true i think one of the the tools and things that you have from previous crisis in your life are helping you get through this right now yeah probably and also i know uh, people in 12-step programs are like I've heard people on 12-step programs say the whole world is doing what we're doing now. Uh-huh. Not in, I mean, most of the world's getting pretty hammered. <laughs> uh, I, I certainly am. <laughs> not all the time, not like a crazy amount, but it's like I'm not sober is what I mean. 
In fact, a little disagreement tonight with the kids because they wanted to drink all my ginger ale. I, like, I was like, I need those for whiskey. I haven't ever heard you. You wouldn't let Look, them happen. it's a pandemic. They were like so like, why can't we? And finally you were just like, I like to drink them with my whiskey. <laughs> we like, just got a whole bunch of them and they're like all gone. That is a cry for help. <laughs> Just being honest. No, it was uh, fine. But it my was... point is, I'm not saying the whole world is being sober right now like a 12-step person, but the one day at a time thing. The one day at a yeah. time thing is, uh, it's interesting. It's it's interesting. That it, obviously, you know, we're all on some level of dismay and anxiety right now. There's no getting around that. But it is interesting that, like, you know, people who uh, have... <laughs> People who have had emotional pandemics before. Uh, We're the ones that are like, follow us. This is yeah, how it's sort done. Sort of. Or at least you know how to internalize. At least you know how to like. Keep yourself going. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and definitely like the, um, you know, I, I think this is the other thing. Like people are just, I I see people getting so mad and like almost like throwing temper tantrums like. The matter they get, I, I mean, it reminds me of a of a kid throwing a temper tantrum, like trying to get get it so that something will change. And it's like, oh, I see what you're doing there. I actually know what it's like when you realize there's not one single thing you can do to make this get better or make it so that. You know, for me, I mean, make it so that that person comes back and you don't feel awful. Yeah. And and so I like am used to that feeling. I know what that feeling is, whereas some people haven't experienced it. And so just that idea of like, it's not up to me. I'm not in charge. I learned that a long time ago that I'm not in charge. And that other part, like, you know, I just have to trust that whatever's going to happen is is how it's supposed to be and i have the tools i'll like somehow figure out how to get through it or get what i need and and i think yeah i think that's the thing is that like that's how like a lot of people who've struggled with different things like the rest of the world's now, you know, learning these skills. And it's kind of like, for once, we are the ones who have the skills. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. And also, um, I mean, look, within reason, because obviously, like, <laughs> you know, you can't crisis skill your way out of death. You can't crisis right. skill your way out of a, some sort of Great Depression type scenario. Right. But... At the same time, it is it is interesting that like um, one of the things that I I don't know where I heard it, and I but people who have had childhood trauma, especially death of uh, someone when mm -hmm. they're young, is is uh, they learn a secret. The secret is the world is terrible. <laughs> Yeah. And so when you when you like learn that secret, unfortunately, at a very young age, then it's <laughs> like it does like shape the rest of your life. And it does like, <laughs> you know, so it, it's uh, it's we and like I said, I've been I've been everything. I've been calm. I've been 
you know, I've been sad. I've been mm-hmm. mad. It, I'm everything every day. I'm, oh, I yeah. go through every single stage. stage of, yeah. All of them. By, by my second cup of coffee. I've yeah. gone through eight different. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I've cried. I've yelled. I've been calm. I've been. I know. I've been grateful. I've been. Uh, I've <laughs> felt picked on by the universe. You know. I, uh, I think for myself. Um, I feel like I have so many experiences that when it happens, I'm like, it's so much harder than I thought it would be. I'm always like, I didn't think it would be this hard. What? And what? Anything. Like, oh, anything. You know, things like, remember that one year that I took all three kids to PAX, which is this like big video game convention. And, um, God, it smells so bad. Oh, so bad. Anyway, they, they could use a um, hygiene booth. They could. Um, anyway, and I was so wiped out, so wiped out. And this was before I had my thyroid out. So, I mean, it, it, I, I was like so just 100% exhausted. And you and I were talking, and I said, I didn't think it would be this hard. And you were like, yeah, I'm like, I feel like that was the theme of my life for that, like a long time. Like, you know, like, oh, well, we can have another kid. Like it, sure. it wouldn't be hard. And so I just feel like my overall feeling is such a sense of relief because it's like, oh, Finally, something was is not as hard as I thought it would be. Like I was really gearing up for. Oh God, I'm going to go into that bad place, and like I, I yeah. I've had that I had that feeling like a little bit after my stepfather died, like five years ago. Just this like a little bit of a like a gratefulness of. Oh, thank God this isn't as bad as when I was right. a kid and my dad died. Like, it, w- I mean, it still sucked, but it was just, I just had a little like feeling of like, oh, thank God it's not as bad as the last time sure. my dad died. And yeah. so, I mean, I think for me, like, I, uh, overall, I just am a little bit relieved that, like, like okay so like we um i've i've heard it talked about like a uh, a family who has somebody who's sick with maybe cancer or something and mm-hmm. they they know they're going to die and they this is our most uplifting it's podcast it's really yet. so positive right <laughs> um and they're like i've heard it described as it's like they're in a a river like a a raft and they're um heading toward a huge waterfall Mm -hmm. and they don't know when they're going to go over it and they don't know what the other side's going to be like they know nothing except it's just going to be scary and awful and that's all they know and it's like so you're just like perpetually like coming towards this waterfall that you don't know when you'll hit it and so then once you hit it and you see the other side, like, even if it's just awful, there is a little bit of a calmness because you know now. And 
And so um, I feel like as we like geared up, knowing like the country's getting more and more crazy, everyone's getting sicker and sicker. I um, I had this like kind of feeling of like that experience. And so now that I'm kind of on the other side, I'm like, oh, it's like way better than I thought it would be. So I yeah. think the, the hard part is the not knowing. Yeah. Because it's, you know, I keep rewriting the deal in my head as mm-hmm. if anyone's listening to my negotiating that I have in my own brain. Right. But right. it's like in the beginning, it's like, okay, we just don't do anything for a month. Yeah. And then we go back to normal. That'll be weird, but I can do that. Mm-hmm. Two months. I can do that. Three months. I'm up to like, you know, in a couple years, I know. <laughs> this thing will be totally blown over. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and even if that was the deal, I would be more okay with it than <laughs> thinking maybe it'll be okay in a couple of years. Like I don't, that's the hard part. It's hard to live in the moment. This is, is forcing we, me to live in the moment. Yeah. And the moment is fine. But the it's the it, past the moment is not, we don't we it's don't scarier know. you know because it, you know like big little I would call you know I guess my comedy career is not a little thing but it's also like there's there's other there's the fear of like what's comedy gonna look like when all of this is over and then I'm like almost like shake my head like wait a minute what's the world gonna know, look like right? when this is over do you know what I mean so it's like it's this weird. Uh, <laughs> It is, it is a, a, it's, but I am, you know, and I don't want to be more revealing than you want me to be on this podcast, but like, I am like, we talked the other night, like there's just been so, there has been times in our life where if this would have happened during those times, I cannot imagine how bad this would be. You know, there, there was times where, you know, you know, you've had, like I said, mental health things, thyroid things that are, that's tied in with mental health too. And there was, t- you know, there was just like really bad health and mental health times in a history of our relationship. And if this would have happened during one of those times, I don't even, I think I would just, I don't even know what I would do. I might, um, I think, well, I know what I would do. I would do what I did during those times and just, Hope it got better, but it, you know, there, nothing. I wouldn't do anything grand, but I just mean I don't. I don't know. It would be so incredibly difficult if this would have happened. I don't know what three years ago, oh, God. or you know what I mean. It would have been. I can't even imagine because I'm having a better life now than I did during those times. Yeah, because you're okay, and I'm not like worried about you and i'm not feeling like i need to take care of the whole family because who knows what's going to happen with you and uh buddy we're having a moment he's been in and out three it's a dumb stupid times um so that i am i am very grateful for many of those things but it but it is also like uh, you know at the same time it's just like what it's so hard to not like the stuff they're talking about as far as, you know, all these all these terms. It's like we're in a shitty sci fi movie with just, you know, you drive down the the road and the sign will be like, stay home, save lives. You're like, what is happening? I know it's Where so- are we? All these terms flatten the curve and like, 
you know, uh, so it's like the curve is be, like where we live. I mean, I'm not a crazy person, but like in Thurston County, where we live, which is probably what, 200 something thousand, 250,000 no people. It's not a huge area, but there's like 60 something people who have it. No, there's more. It's up into the 80s. But that's not yeah i'm not saying it sucks for those people and someone died and obviously there's more people who have it and aren't being tested but i mean the the ventilators that we had in washington state we sent them to new york because we don't need them the, yeah the hospital they built on a football field they broke it down and sent it somewhere else because they don't need it like the worst case scenarios are like not happening at least where yeah. we live and then you're like well that's good and then you go well wait what's the next step because as soon as we all leave our houses again, yeah how do we get out of it so <laughs> that is you know again it's like it's uh uh t- right now everything feels like a temporary solution but when those temporary solutions are to permanent problems do you know what i mean where it's like right now i'm like well i was a comedian last month yeah <laughs> but now i'm delivering groceries and that's fine well am i doing am i delivering groceries in six months can I even count on that? These are the things that I know. these are the reasons I don't sleep that well sometimes. Actually, I well, I wake is, up early anyway. I think I'm actually I mean, I've been actually pretty impressed with you because you're so like always planning so far in advance for comedy stuff and yeah. like a lot of pressure, like I have to make sure every single thing happens this way or, um, you know, or we, this is going to sink and like, but you're just kind of like staying in the moment and keeping doing it and yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. I there's mean, nothing it's, else to, there's nothing else to, uh, it's good. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I feel like we're doing good. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's not like it's a vacation, but I just feel like we're doing a good job together. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, oh my God, buddy. You know, who's not doing a good job. Hello, this is a commercial word for Anchor Podcasts, the easiest way to host your podcast. If you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, But if you do have a podcast, um, I'm sorry. And you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, It's easy. It's free. Uh, They distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which apparently is just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship. But I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this. So worth it of course it is uh go to anchor.fm or the anchor app we now return to another riveting episode of the rutledges the cat four <laughs> times in a half an hour ate he's him, been ate in, him i ate him that's i mean <laughs> that's what what's the uh quarantine doing i am ready to um kill the cats and feed them to my children i just can't well, I can't do it. I, I'm like, there, there's a lot going on, cats. Can we take it down a but notch? Dawn is fine. It's the other one. And I think part of it is he is so cute. And um, 
he is not getting his usual amount of sleep like any kid walks by and sees him sleeping and they instantly are in there harassing him like he never goes an hour without somebody picking him up and petting him and i think he's like losing his mind he started scratching them, and i'm like leave him alone like if he scratches you stop petting him <laughs> I know. I just don't. I can't um, summon up any empathy for a cat right now. It's no. just not on my list. In fact, oh, I, I don't have uh, any. <laughs> I used to be a comedian. All my stories about grocery delivery now. Mm. Like, it's funny. It's what someone will say. Like, uh, there's like sometimes there's little instructions on the delivery. Yeah. And it, it, But I think they assume I'm picking out their grocery sometimes, which I probably would too if I ordered. from. Yeah. But it'll say like. It'll say like, I want green bananas, but not too green. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, now's not the time. Like any sort of, can I talk to your manager attitude is not going to cut it during a pandemic. If you know what I mean? If, if I bring you bananas, you say, thank you. This is not the time for a green, but not too green. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, that part is also very hilarious. So many people are clearly using the internet in a way they haven't before because mm -hmm. i'm delivering to all these old people who are so confused by the whole process oh. and like i'm supposed to sign because we're doing a no contact thing because normally they have to sign my phone mm -hmm. but they don't like that like i'm gonna somehow rip them off i'm like no we're just doing a thing where i just rip i put an x on there and yeah you know i don't know what they think i'm gonna do this lady tried to pay me with her checkbook and i'm oh. like no it's already you if, already paid. If you ordered, you already paid. She's like, oh, so we're, and then I'm in the car like, well, I'm not going to tip from that lady. Uh, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely like, uh, uh, someone, a lot of grandkids have over the phone told their grandparents how to order groceries online. It's clearly what's <laughs> happening, you know? Like, I, no, I don't, Nana, I don't want you going to Walmart. They will I deliver know. it to your house. I've talked with people who are like, I cannot get my mom to stay home. And yeah. <laughs> I actually don't. Okay. Cause I'm at stores. I'll, I'm not, I'm not going in them all the time, but I mean, I, what's, what is going on? Why are so many people at the store? Like, I mean, I guess we're eating out much less because it's only People to go are getting delivery <laughs> but it's like there is no reason every store should be packed all the time not at this point not at three weeks four weeks in <laughs> oh no. where it's like why i think people are just so bored they're like well we got to go to safeway again i'm like I <laughs> you didn't used to go to the store four times a week i know you didn't <laughs> Four but times a, a day. In a yeah. pandemic, you're like, no, let's put on our mask and gloves and go to the store four <laughs> goddamn times. It doesn't make any sense. Stay, you know, if you're going to stay home, stay home. I, um, you know what? I, I am laughing because I never really ate out before, but I'm like, I have cooked every meal for so long. I want to go out to eat or I want to get. <laughs> carry out and i've like it's true i have i never do but for some reason right now i'm just like dying <laughs> um no yawning sorry uh i was gonna say something oh yes when i went to i've been going to the store on monday and mostly i just have to get like fruit but so i go to this store on monday monday 
And as I'm pulling out, our neighbor, who's like in her 80s, is um, she kind of like comes, you know, as fast as she can charge out towards me, calling me. Why don't you paint the picture? What was she wearing? <laughs> well, she's like four foot seven. She yeah. probably weighs 70 pounds. Um, You know, she. What is she in her 70s? She's going to be 80 in June. The hilarious thing is when we moved in, I thought she was in her 70s. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so she was wearing some shorts and like a long sleeve shirt, maybe oh, a okay. sweatshirt. Because I've, seen her, I've but, seen her in like bathrobes. Yeah, but that's, and... she puts that on at five. At five, you right. know, bedtime. <laughs> the house coat. Um, but... Why, how come when you get old, you have the same schedule as a chicken? You're just like four in the morning. <laughs> So she does sun get goes up down. that early. Night, night. But she, um, but she was wearing socks with <laughs> some high-heeled sandals. Well, I'm not going to stay a widow for long with that. <laughs> <laughs> so she, um, she comes like you know, kind of charging out to me, not really charging, calling my name, um. And she's like, are you going to the store? And I said, yeah, do you need anything? I do. I need something so bad. I'm like, okay, what do you need? I need some Hershey's chocolate bars and none of the ones with nuts, no almonds. And I need some powdered sugar hostess donuts. I'm just like, oh. Okay. <laughs> you know she ate that Hershey's bar like Willy Wonka too. You know the amount she probably nibbles well, on that bar. Well, she's so small. When she... she the other time went to the store, she wanted tomato soup. Yes. And so I brought her like four cans of like ten ounce cans of tomato soup, and she was like so appreciative. You would have thought I climbed to a mountain and defeated a wizard to get these oh, cans yeah. of tomato soup. And she goes, "Oh, it's just so wonderful. I can have a half a can of soup for my lunch." That's her lunch. Five ounces of tomato soup is her lunch. I'm like, oh my lord. Well, her doctor makes her drink that Ensure stuff so that she will gain weight because she's so small. Well, what, how um, come the powdered donuts don't help? They I help me know, gain weight. I, know. I, I don't even buy Hershey's bar and powdered donuts, and I'm not. No one's concerned about me. Um, she, uh, she. She never, I mean, she never eats. It's so, like, comical, like, how, yeah, no, well, and I got her some, because she was telling me that um, when this first started and you couldn't find toilet paper anymore, she was like, well, I have a lot of napkins if worse comes to worse, and so when we, when you found, like, a, our first, like, thing of toilet paper, um... I gave her a couple in the night. I just gave her like a pack. And so she was like so appreciative of that. So, but yeah, I, I was like, she, you would thought like, I need my medicine or something. But it's no. Funny because that, okay, she's old, right? She needs help. But when's the, when's the, I don't know how to say this the right way. When is the crossover of age? Where you don't care about being a burden. I'm not sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel terrible asking for people. Asking people for things. Mm -hmm. Like, even these, I've done a couple of streaming shows and people have donated and it's been super nice. And I 
feel awful. Oh, yeah. I feel terrible. Thank you for the money. I will spend it. But I feel terrible. Yeah, yeah. And she's just like, gather the neighborhood around me. There is some wants and desires I have. Well, it's interesting because sometimes I'm, her kids got her an iPad like a year ago. Oh, terrible, terrible I'm, day for I'm, you. It... She doesn't have a computer. She has an answering machine still. Okay? So this is the level of technology we are talking about. And they got her an iPad and they got, like, her, like, a router or she has Wi-Fi. And all she does on it is check email and play solitaire <laughs> she doesn't know how to do anything else sometimes she ends up <laughs> in something else and she calls me crying to come and help her like she's like crying about this and so i don't quite know like there's a there's this weird like she hates being a burden but and she just has to be to get through life has to be and yeah I'm, it, it's so hard because usually, like, it's so, like, she'll be like, I don't know what to do. I can't get it. And, like, I hit the home button on her iPad and it's <laughs> What fine. are you, Bill Gates? How'd you figure that and out? And she, I mean, oh, and but she. Do you like, for I example. I don't know. It, the, uh, this, this, the bus will come pick you up if you need to, like. Yeah. It's like a free small bus. Dial a lift. Dial a lift, yeah. it's called. And she. It would be like, well, I need to go to the doctor and be like, why don't you use dial lift? Because it's so much easier when you take me. It's just like, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm sure it is. But it is, it is. Uh, she does do dial a lift. Yeah, I know. But it, it is a weird, you see people in your neighborhood, you just watch them come home from work and they all, it's sweet, but it's like everyone goes over and checks on her. People are bringing her food. Oh, people yeah. are bringing her. I brought her, I brought yeah. her food, like. We we I made chili and so I brought some to her. I I should have you sometime. She has been like you know an eighth of a bowl of chili for dinner, and oh, I God, am right? stuffed. Um, she uh her favorite is um Little Caesars pepperoni pizza. There's, How is it's she like gonna make it five... to eighty? She needs like garbage. <laughs> no, it's like five dollars. But the thing is, is like you know she will only eat like two slices over like the course of four days but we should get her one because she told me that she's been really missing pizza and she wishes somebody would order it soon which God, was you know what i sounds fucking fantastic honestly i, I would love to eat some little caesar's pizza right now <laughs> and i don't not i've not really eaten little caesar's i had a bad i had a bad time of life i was in north dakota well first i was in omaha nebraska and then I had a show that started like Tuesday or Wednesday in 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 uh, North Dakota, mm -hmm. and so I went there early, mm -hmm. and uh, just not a good time in my life. Um, and also like no money. Like I was trying, <laughs> I was trying to find a post office on the way to like FedEx a check that you could. De this was before phone deposit, right? So there was no our and bank wasn't mm -hmm. available to like. Yeah. Just the fucking... So I'm at a hotel for two days. 
that the Wi-Fi was down and not working. So I would walk over to Radio Shack. This is in, I don't even remember, Dickinson. Mm -hmm. Dickinson, North Dakota. There's nothing there but just oil workers. So I would walk to the little mall next to the hotel. I would check my email at the Radio Shack. (laughs) I would log in, check my email, (laughs) and then I would get a Little Caesars $5 takeout pizza. Uh And that's what I did for three fucking days that sounds terrible is all i did was like eat that pizza and just like and it was like ever since then and it was like little caesars i'm like no no little caesars i don't want little caesars it's depressing so depressing (laughs) but i miss comedy so much that it seems like the good times now (laughs) (laughs) remember when i wanted to kill myself in a best western checking my email Uh, radio shack those were the good days that sounds terrible what an uplifting podcast this is. This was not funny, but we... Um, I wanted to add, Um, I have two things. All right. I wanted to make sure I let people know because some people had some concerns <laughs> last week because I was laughing a lot. <clears throat> um, I have asthma and... So when I start laughing really hard, I usually start wheezing. and You can hear it in my laugh. Um, I'm not going to die. I'm okay. I've had it my whole life, actually. And at this point, it's not terrible. I mean, surprisingly, I know everybody is going to be shocked to hear that my asthma got a lot better when I quit smoking. I Who would have thought, like... But those doctors were mean, you told me. <laughs> I mean, I would go to the emergency room, like, like <laughs> to the point where I walk in, I go to the front desk and I can't breathe and they don't even like get my information. They just take me back to a room to right. like get my med- get medicine and stuff. And they're like. <clears throat> the doctors are like talking to me about how I needed to quit smoking and it was bad for my asthma. And I just, I would just be like, those fucking assholes. They're such dicks. They're so judgmental and they're just so mean. I don't believe it. And just on and on. It's, it's <laughs> hilarious to me because you were almost treating smoking like, like it, it was, was my right. <laughs> or also like, you know, I mean, cause it does suck when the doctor tells you to lose weight. But you're also like, okay, who? they're the person who's allowed to do it. But it's almost, you know, when there's the argument, it was like, you know what? You could be healthy at any size. Yeah. You were trying to do that you with smoking. Hey, nicotine doesn't hurt everyone. Like, I, <laughs> I can be healthy and a smoker. <laughs> How totally. dare you? How dare you? I, um, yeah, I was, I was so, well, I think a lot of it I was basing on, I started smoking pretty young. And, um, I, I, my, I had always had asthma and, and it, it hadn't really changed when I started smoking, like not that much, but it wasn't like quit smoking that I realized like my dad smoked. And so I'd never been in a non-smoking house until I quit. And I mean, I think two days after I quit, I was so like mad. Like I took like a deep breath and it was almost like 
I like my I had like half of a lung that I hadn't been using. (laughs) It was like, oh, my God, (laughs) I, I have more air in there than I ever knew. And so, you know, I have. I mean, right now my asthma isn't great just because it's allergy season, which also sucks with this virus going around. Like, because my allergies are really bad right now. So, um, I wanted to just make sure everybody knew when I start laughing really hard and I'm wheezing, like, I'm fine. I mean, I, it's just how I am. Sounds like you're trying to describe someone's dog who has weird me. Oh, that's letter. She's a leg humper. Let her finish. A few people were like concerned. I got like a few messages and like one person said they, they felt kind of bad laughing so hard because they were like, is she okay? Like I can't stop laughing. Um, fine. You know what? Luckily, um, in response to that, we decided to have zero laughs on this podcast. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is... Um, Early on in the quarantine, mm-hmm. I bit into something and I cut open the roof of my mouth on my left side. Hold on, I'm going to get CNN on the line. You should, because I predominantly like to chew on my left side. So it just kept getting worse and worse. I had to switch sides. Do you know how hard it is to take bites and chew on the other side of your mouth? Well, I'm trying to think about how I chew, but I feel like I do chew on both sides of my mouth. I? I'm ambichewious. I don't think I... I didn't realize, but it has been really difficult so not only am i having to does it feel like someone else is chewing your food (laughs) what's the feeling oh it it just feels so weird and like i i mean i feel like um i i just feel like i don't know anything anymore like i don't know what to do how to eat i just feel like it's just baffling and confusing i don't know anything anymore the good news is it's finally starting to heal now are you you think you're gonna switch right back (laughs) well no because i think like a you know like like the quarantine like if i just open up the floodgates it's just gonna happen again so i have to slowly ease into you're saying the right side of your mouth's on lockdown right now (laughs) no the left side the right side is the only side that is that my left or your left my left. Is that mouth left or stage right? I don't know. <laughs> I've never. Now you, you're messing me up because the next time I eat, I'm going to be so aware of like. <laughs> I don't know if I have a predominant side or not. Have you through this? Have you had to do any Zoom meetings? I have done. Well, I I only zoomed to my counselor. That's all so, I've zoomed so far. I um have had a couple of Zoom meetings and Buddy's back. Buddy, go do something. I um 
I, I can't. It is making me insane. <clears throat> um, when I talk, do you remember that um, Chuck E. Cheese used to have like that stage show, and there was like, wait, let me pack a bag for this journey. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> this purple monster guy with these bright yellow eyebrows that were like super up and down up and down <laughs> i didn't go to chuck e cheese until i was an adult oh and then i was asked to leave <laughs> so <laughs> my eyebrows they look like a puppet they're so i they're like Christy, All over the anyone place. who's ever been high knows you can't focus on your eyebrows because they look insane. Everyone's eyebrows look insane. No, no. when I it's talk, like two they are... caterpillars dancing. I, my, I am working so hard now to make sure that I don't <laughs> stop it, that I don't move them because, I mean, they are everything I see. People move their eyebrows. That's not a part as of much as me. That's not true. At I am all. watching Zoom meetings. I'm watching other people's eyebrows. They are not like mine. It's too much. Well, that's why the world made up coronavirus, so they I wouldn't just, hang out with you. I anymore. just am like, oh my gosh, I want to get tape. I just want to tape right. them down. That would be way less embarrassing to have some very slender pieces of duct tape on your forehead. <laughs> That you know what when you said that about you being an adult, I have a friend who um, what did I say about being an adult? Being an you didn't go to Chuck E. Cheese till you're oh, an adult. Yeah. So she like <laughs> she met her husband when she was like I don't know early thirties. At that point in her life, she was like you know it wasn't a real pot like high in her life right it was one of the lower points and she was working at chuck e cheese and she told me that she she was talking about meeting her husband and she was like well like i know he loves me like when i met him i was working at chuck e cheese she she worded it as i was working at chuck e cheese when i met him so in my mind, he was there at a kid's party? I don't know. I mean, I know he didn't have kids, right? So I, in my mind, I'm just like, <laughs> he was just hanging out at Chuck E. Cheese, and that's how she met him. And I've known her for like, I mean, almost like, you know, been close friends with her for like almost 10 years, right? And so... It wasn't until just this year that I finally she said something about the first time she met him, and it was at a bar. And I was like, wait, I thought you met him at Chuck E. Cheese. And she's like, no, that's just where I was working during that time period. And so all this time, I hadn't realized, but I had kind of judged him a little, thinking, why the hell was he out at Chuck E. Cheese alone? See, I took the whole... I I took it to a darker place than you did. Oh, really? Well, I feel... She was working at Chuck E. Cheese. I feel like he was there at a kid's... He was a kid at a party. <laughs> and she's like, oh, in eight years, that little son of a bitch is gonna be mine. That's where I took it. <laughs> that was... I just thought he was a loser hanging.
hanging out playing video games at Chuck E. Cheese all day while she was working, and so they started talking. <laughs> I did a, I did a show once in uh, in uh, Beaverton. Uh-huh. There was a little club there in Beaverton, Oregon, and the guy who was the uh, middle act. He's like, he came in and he's like, hey, look what I got. And it was like, you know how you can get your picture taken <laughs> at Chuck E. Cheese? There's like a thing that takes your picture. Yes. He was like, he's like, they asked me to leave. He's like, I was just there playing the games by myself. They were asking all these questions. I just left and I was like, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's in his 40s. <laughs> Like you don't, it's not a video. Like you're not just, it's not GameStop, bro. Like you can't just go. No, I just like ball pits. What's wrong with a grown man? I, they don't have those anymore. But I, I just, I still makes me, like I feel like I should apologize to him even though he doesn't know that all this time I've been like, God, he's a real loser. So she was actually saying she, that, that she, at that time, like saying like I was not in a good place. I was working at Chuck E. Cheese at that it point. It doesn't matter for women. I don't know. It why? Because it's, oh, I wish I could, I could <laughs> wish I could remember the Ron White joke. But it's like it's something like uh, like uh He's uh, pretty sexist. Ron White? Yes. He's not that sexist. What are you basing that on? I've heard his jokes. But the concept of, uh, uh, like, maybe a woman would leave her, like, I don't know, a woman would have an affair with, like, or want to be with, like, a famous person, like, a famous mm-hmm. actor or a famous, like, and the difference is, like, a man would do that, like, for a cashier. Like, it doesn't, oh, it doesn't, yeah. there's no, there's no prestige. No man is attracted to a woman and then goes like, you know what though? She only works at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> like, <laughs> who cares? That's not even, you, you yeah, know what I mean? It's true. like, there's no, you're not, we're not picking a mate whether or not they can help us get through the winter, uh, the same way that, you know, because I mean? that's what I think it is. That's what I think. It's like the biology of like, you know, um, and that's what we're all doing right now. You guys getting through the winter. See how I wrapped it up there in the end? <laughs> we're getting through the winter and, it's uh, winter. No, no, it's an emotional winter. Winter is coming. <laughs> I think it's here. We watched one season of Game of Thrones. There was, there was like 18 months between. That's the problem. I couldn't. We should maybe fire it up again. Well, I need something funny. I mean, this Nazi Hunter show is not funny. <laughs> oh, you want a wacky Nazi Hunter show. I know. It's they do. There is one called Springtime for Hitler we can watch. It's pretty it's really, it's peppy. This show is really harsh. And it's also, sad. You, know, you know what's bad is I delivered to someone who I, <clears> I'm not great with accents, but I think it was a German accent. And in my head, I'm like, fucking Nazi. Like, oh, Gabriel. <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> of course, she's not a Nazi. But I just mean because we've been watching this show. Every time I hear a German <laughs> accent, I think in an angry Jewish person is going to come out and shoot them. Because that's the... You're right. We need a peppier show. We do. This it's isn't a just, time for a murder show. I... Yeah. I mean, I... um, I need something a little peppier. But I don't know what. Um, 
How do you feel about Ernest Goes to Camp? No. Because if you like that one, there's a whole... Hey, Earl. No, Vern. What was it, a whole bunch we could do. Hey, Vern. (laughs) That was the commercial, not the movie. Isn't it the same character? It's the same guy. I mean... But I don't think in the movies Ernest is ever... I don't know. I've never seen one. I've never (laughs) seen it either, but I really don't feel like... I mean, we just watched... You know, over the last, like six days we've watched three chipmunk movies oh, you know and I might can't. i remind you this was your idea to do a movie marathon i didn't say a movie marathon <clears throat> i'm like let's watch a series let's watch yeah. a series of movies isn't that a series the chipmunks yeah it's a series i didn't think we'd pick the chipmunks <laughs> It wasn't like I really wanted to watch The Chipmunks, so I sneakily brought it up by saying, let's watch a movie series. <laughs> Gabe, we know you did. It's uh, it's pretty unwatchable, and we still have Road Chip to go. Yeah. It's not good. All right, we got to wrap this up. Uh, this one was a little uh, less light than they normally are, huh? That's fine. We're allowed to do that. Uh, if uh, thanks for listening, uh, do plugs. I am doing a plug right oh, now. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> my plugs are um, for uh, twelve ninety five a month, or for eighty ninety eight dollars a year, you can get unlimited uh, Walmart grocery delivery. Mm-hmm. I would get delivery every day. Well, to get your money's worth. Also, it's not just grocery, because a lady today was like. Is this all there is? I ordered other things. And I'm like, oh, you got to call the number. You know, it's not my thing. And she was like, I was supposed I was supposed to get yoga mats. <laughs> and um, the, how angry she was she didn't get her yoga mats made me think maybe she was new to yoga. She wasn't that zen about it. You know what I mean? It was like, where the fuck are my yoga mats? That's not... It's not the, that's not where it's supposed to put you. Do you know what I mean? It's well, like, she hasn't done the yoga yet because she doesn't have her yoga mats. <laughs> also, it's a Walmart yoga mat, so I assume it's also could be used outside your shower. Probably like I don't think I think yoga mats are pretty standard, aren't they? I don't know. I have no idea. Actually. It's it's a funny it's a funny thing to yell though. She didn't yell at me, but just that idea of like, where the hell are my yoga mats? <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to be Zen. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, I don't have any plugs. I don't have any. Uh, well, I, I have an album coming out somewhat soon. I, a couple of uh, a label. I almost lied and said a couple of labels, but a label's like, yeah, we'll take a look at it. So that was a couple of weeks ago. So we'll see what happens. But if they say no, I'm just going to put it out. But I will be at our house a lot. I'll probably go out and get the mail every day. Um, I'm going to do some dishes. I've been going to the store like once a week. Um, usually it's been Mondays. So I have no idea. I mean, I could get, I can't go on Sunday. We'll see. I've been doing a social distance coffee meetup with a friend where we park our cars by each other. Like, but not that close. Mm-hmm. And then we we have coffee and chat with each other. That's fun. Um, and I'm doing that on Sunday. Um, so I have a lot going on. Clearly. I don't know. I don't know how we go back. I mean, I know we do. Oh, I know how. Do you want me to show you? 
tell me what how we go back i will do it tomorrow but i just mean like some like right now when i deliver food to someone and they come out and try to grab the bags out of my hand in my brain i'm like get away from me like what do you do so it's to to get back to the point where we don't feel that way seems like a long time from now yeah do you know what i mean to to like not be you know it's both yeah. things. Either people want to take it out of my trunk and grab them out of my hand and I'm like, hey, how about we do a little social distancing? Or they take a peek through their curtain like a zombie is delivering their groceries and they're afraid I'm going to break in and rub my butt on their carpet or something. <laughs> well, they heard from the last person that you did so that either. <laughs> did you use the sanitizing table Look. first? <laughs> Yeah, I put my butt on the sanitizing table. A couple of sprays. It's no big deal. I just don't... I don't... So either I'm being insulted that they think I'm germy, or I'm like, get your germy hands off of me. I can't stop laughing about the person giving you what $5 bill. I know. I know. What are you going to do? It also people... I usually don't get cash tips, but sometimes people do give me cash tips. And sometimes they'll just tape them to the door. But <laughs> the lady, actually, it was Yoga Mat Lady. She she gave me a tip like, I don't know, I was on a ship leaving and she had to reach from the dock to hand me something. Like, it was like, I think we were six feet apart. It was full extension to both of our hands for me to grab uh five dollars out of her hand you know what i mean and then uh i don't know who it was her her, i don't know if they were in a relationship i don't know if it was her friend but the other person uh also a white lady i don't see all the colors but i see that one and she was like full she looked like she i don't like uh like the dalai lama she was like almost dressed like that she like she gave me she was give me the hands the like, namaste she, she didn't say that but she was like thank you for doing what you do so it's so important like giving me kind of a hero speech and then you know i think her wife or girlfriend comes out a minute later i so i get the like a bow from like a holy woman and then two minutes later where are my yoga mats <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like i don't there's <coughs> couple of different vibes coming out of this relationship right now i'm not really sure where to go with it uh but call the number because i have no idea where the rest of your uh stuff is but it went from like it was i guess peace be with you i am eternally grateful i had literally just got done she was like i wish you great safety she talked in a like that way and i was like oh and i wish you safety and i barely got safety out of my mouth when she was like this isn't everything where are my yoga mats the other lady which was quite hilarious uh I'm like, uh, yeah, it's like if a one person, uh, like if a firefighter put out a fire and one person in the house was like, thank you so much. And the other person was like, well, it's my tax dollars. You should have turned the fire out. (laughs) So, you know what? Uh, Stress comes out in different ways. And so I hope they get their yoga mats. I don't know what happened. (laughs) I really don't know what happened. Uh, Thank you for, uh, I guess we got some supporters. I think some Rutledge Revelers. Uh, Thank if, you, Rutledge Revelers. If you would like to be a monthly 
podcast supporter. I gotta get a better term to say. If you like to be a monthly supporter, uh, in the podcast notes, there's a thing that says um, uh, monthly support. I think or RutledgeRadio.com. Click the thing that says support. As little as ninety nine cents a month. And I I need to stress this every time. If you do become one of our supporters, you get the exact same product as everyone else. Nothing extra. Nothing for your money whatsoever. Wait, you get a cool name. You get to be a Rutledge Reveler, which I guess means people enjoy the podcast, but you revel in it. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll be funnier next time. If you didn't support, <laughs> you don't get to revel. <laughs> I feel like after at the end of every podcast, I should say, we'll be funnier next time. <laughs> that should be our news. You should do that. When you start being a comedian again, you should do that at the oh, end God. of your when show. We, when, when this thing lurches back into motion the comedy shows are gonna be rough it's gonna be a lot of like what else is <laughs> what else is going on like oh i six feet away from people reminds me of high school it's, it's gonna be <laughs> oh, it's God. gonna be a rough time it's gonna it's be a gonna rough be time for all of us nope. uh thanks for listening uh we appreciate it and remember you can't unlisten We're the Rutledges. Rutledges. We're the Rutledges. Rutledges. We're the Rutledges. We've got a podcast.